and you know, if we're pushing for PRs by definition, that means that we're we're pushing for a time that we've never done before. Episode eleven hundred and seventy nine of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of ish edition. Today's quick tip: accepting the risk of race day failure. Hey, y'all, uh, real quick before we jump into the Wayback Machine for today's best of ish episode. Today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at Dry Seats. They've been uh, around for for a few months now. Uh, love the product. They make seat covers for, uh, I mean, for anybody really, but kind of, you know, pretty ideal for us as runners. Um, you know, we've talked about it, right? I've talked about you, you get the funk on you after a run, you get in the car, whether it's a, a race or a, a trail run, track repeats, whatever, you're driving back home all covered in the funk, and these seat covers are just night and day better than that old beach towel that you've tried to, you've tried, I've tried in the past to tuck those into the seat, try to get them to stay in place. They just, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Dry seats do, do the job beautifully, uh, do the job beautifully. But, but today I want to talk a little bit more about dry seats and maybe a different option for use of, of a dry seat, maybe a, a different reason to maybe get two or three of them instead of just one for you as, uh, as a driver. And uh, that th- this is especially for those who maybe have minivans um, and, and maybe have little little people that ride in the minivan, specifically in the captain chairs of your minivan. If, if your minivan or your crossover or your SUV or whatever, whatever your backseat option is, if it has captain seats and you put little people in it, um, you know, because I know, because we've been there, how much random stuff ends up, you know, kind of down in the in the car seat or down in the the, the chair itself, the seat itself. Um, you know, random French fries, goldfish, uh, and the worst the worst scenario. And if you you know you've got little people in your back seat, you know this because you've been there. They drop something that's important, and it goes down in the crack of the the chair. And now you've got to fish around in there amongst all the goldfish, amongst all the French fries, amongst all the who knows what that was. I don't even want to know where is that damn ring or that little matchbox car or micro machine or whatever it is that you're looking for. Not too easy to find. And then whenever you pull the the, the car, if you have a car seat, you pull that off and just the mess, ridiculous. Now, I'm not here to say that all car seats will work with the, the dry seat as the seat cover, it might, it might get in the way of the, the locking mechanism. So it may not work for there, but you got booster seats and you've got, you know, kids that maybe aren't quite as little, but they still drop all kinds of random crap on your car seats. And you're, you're you don't even want to go back into the back seat because you don't want to look at what the, what the, the captain chair situation looks like. Enter dry seats. You know, it works great to keep your running funk off of your car seats. You know what? It doesn't even, I don't want to say a better job, an equally good job of keeping your kids day-to-day funk and not even funk food nonsense bits and bobs all from staying in your seats getting on your seats getting down in the cracks of the seats um it just does a good job and not not only that but wait there's more yes but wait there's more this is like the longest ad read ever but like this company is legit y'all and i'm not even getting paid extra for this extra long ad read it's okay i believe in them they're they're good stuff they make seat covers for the the center console armrest which Thanks to my my dry seat, uh, my car seats not as funky as they is uh, they could be as they would be without the dry seat. I didn't get an armrest. I should have gotten an armrest cover because my arm my, my center console of my car there's some funk built up there. So get yourself um, 
you know, dry seats for your seat. Get yourself dry seats for the kids in the captain's chair of the minivan. Get yourself a seat, a, a, a center console cover. They got seat belt covers. They got all the things, and not for nothing. And I don't know how long this will last, so act now. But as of this recording, which is the day before that this episode is released on August the 18th, 2023, there's like a pretty decent sale going on. I think about 25%. Don't quote me on that, but just trying to do the math in my head. About a 25, 30% sale on the website right now. So, so get yourself the sale price. And I think the discount code still works on top of it anyway. If it doesn't, the sale price is better than the discount code would be. But if, it, if you get both, hey, you know, not saying, just saying dry-seats.com is the website that's dry with an I, D-R-I-seats.com. Diz20 at checkout will save you 20%. Uh, dry-seats.com. Once again, Diz20 at checkout, save 20%. I think 20% additional of the sale price. If not, you're still saving more than that 20% off the regular price anyway. So it's a win-win either way, uh, but definitely check out dry-seats.com. Get yourself some seat covers for you, again, for yourself, for the kids, for all the funk that can happen in the car. Easy to wash, machine washable, made in the USA, all the things. Thanks to Dry Seats for supporting the, the, the episode and, and the show in general. And thanks, y'all, for supporting a really great company um, that just, it's a good product. It's a good product. It really is. So today, like I said, a little little trip back in time, a little way back machine action because we've got best of-ish going on this week. And uh, if you're new around here, we do this about once a month. But basically, the idea is, what's an episode from back in the day that, uh, a quick tip episode specifically, that is probably still relevant now. Maybe it needs a little tweak, a little adjustment, but let's let's do a, a re-recording of it. Uh, the blog post more or less is, is the same, maybe a little bit of a tweak, but more or less the same. Uh, and today we're going back to May of 2017. This was originally episode 418. So, you know, figured, you know, 700 episodes later, 760 episodes later, eh, not, a, not a bad time to dust this one off. And especially as we're, we're heading in towards, you know, what, what typically for a lot of folks, fall race season, maybe big races coming up uh, this fall, whether we're, we're talking majors, you know, Chicago, Berlin, um, New York, whether it's some of the other fall races that we, we tend to race pretty hard. Uh, I know a couple of them offhand, CIM, and that's a little bit later in the fall, borderline winter, but that one's coming up. Uh, Monumental and Indy, that's a pretty big one. Um, and obviously there's there's all kinds of smaller races. And, and for a lot of us, race day, like that's a, that's a day to try to get after it and, and try to go hard. And while that's, that's exciting, obviously, I think that, that a lot of times, and the reason I wrote this, this post and, and did this episode, you know, six years ago is that we look for the, with the excitement of race day, the excitement of maybe pushing ourselves, getting those PRs. Um, but we don't go into it with our eyes wide open about the fact that failure is a possibility. And by, by failure, I just simply mean, you know, not having the race day result that you're looking for. Maybe maybe pushing too hard and blowing up, you know, because that, that happens, right? And the fact of the matter is that the harder we're pushing, and, you know, if we're pushing for PRs, by definition, that means that we're, we're pushing for a time that we've never done before, right? Like personal record means I've never run this distance this fast before. And if you're, if you're pushing for a PR, and especially if you're pushing for a big PR, that means that you're going to be in some uncharted territory in terms of pace, in terms of, of time, you know, the, the amount of time you spend running at that pace than, than potentially that you've ever done before. And when you're doing that, when you're, when you're pushing that hard, um, there's a risk that it could go sideways, right? Like, and, and of course there's an injury risk, I suppose, but realistically, I'm talking about the risk of just like, you know, you go out too hard, 
you burn yourself up and you, you death march it in uh, for the last you know mile, two miles, whatever. Pretty hard to set a PR when you're death marching in for the last couple miles. But again, if you're going for it, which I'm not here to tell you you should go for it, you have to go for it, you need to go for it, but I'm also certainly not here to tell you you shouldn't, um, that's a risk. That's a risk. And and I guess I guess the, the point today, and, and maybe this will be sometimes these best of issues, they, they can be a little bit shorter than the, the regular ones because these posts were were smaller back in the day. Um but I think it's I think it's important to go in with the eyes wide open that like if you're gonna go for it, and especially if you're gonna go for something big, like there is that chance that it could go to go sideways. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like like it's not ideal, obviously. Like we don't we don't want to fail. We don't want to spend all the time in training, especially all the time training through the summer, slogging through the heat, slogging through the humidity. If if the humidity is a factor for you, which some it, and if it's just a dry heat, but it's a dry 110 degrees, uh, yeah, guess what? Like that still sucks, right? Like like whatever it is, hot or hot and humid, um, not a lot of fun through the summertime. It's a struggle. Sometimes it feels like maybe things aren't even paying off. Um, but that that allure, that allure of of fall race day. PR, gonna go for it. Um, get gets get some of us through. Certainly gets me through sometimes, right? And then if if you go for it and you come up short, you blow up, things go sideways somewhere. Your your GI system rebels, whatever it whatever it might be. Like, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. There are, however, things that you can do to try to to minimize the risk of things going sideways. You know, maybe you're going for just a smaller PR. Maybe you're you're playing a little bit cautious. Let's let's be cautious for the first half of the race. See how things are going. Maybe push a little bit more over the last you know five k, ten k, depending on the distance. That's not necessarily right or wrong, right? But that's a way to minimize the risk of failure on race day. However, it also kind of minimizes the risk of that massive PR. You know, maybe maybe you go into it and you go, you, I'm cool with with a PR of one or two minutes in whatever distance it might be. Maybe, and obviously this is all hypothetical. These, these are the things to start thinking about now, especially if, you're, if your goal race for the fall isn't still another six, eight weeks away. You start thinking about now, where am I at physically? Where am I at in terms of fitness and training and, and confidence and, and all the things? But like, am I cool? If, if everything's looking good, right? Am I cool with the idea of getting a three or four minute PR? And thinking, yeah, you know, I probably could have gone faster, but hey, kept it safe, played my cards a little closer to the vest, went for the smaller PR and got it. Or do you want to push yourself? You know, in, in the marathon, maybe even the half marathon, you look for a 10-minute PR or more, depending, again, depending on, on a lot of factors, but, you know, going being aggressive and PR and certainly in, in the longer the distance, you know, the, the more the potential is for a bigger PR, but obviously, you know, the the, 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 the other side of that, there's a higher risk of failure when you're going for that big PR. Again, 10 minutes, 15, whatever whatever the, the big is for you. And shoot, depending on what your paces are and how long you've been running, a big PR could be 30 seconds, could be a minute. That could be a massive PR. Are you willing to go for that with the risk that the bigger the, 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 bigger the shot, the bigger the risk that things might blow up? If you do go for it and things blow up, it is... It is feels like something of a failure. The goal was this this big 8-minute PR and ended up, you know, missing my my previous PR by 70 minutes. So it ended up running, you know, 8 10 15 minutes slower than the previous PR 
So maybe 20 minutes slower than, than the goal time. That stings. It hurts. But a lot of times, those failures can be some great teachers, some, some great lessons learned in terms of how aggressive you were. Was I, was I over-aggressive? Was I under-trained? Did I not coordinate well between how training has gone and how I'm going forward on race day? Was it a weather situation? And you're like, you know what? The weather's probably not great, but I'm still going to go for it. Maybe I can hold out. Maybe the heat gets to me. If it does, then I, then I know that, you know, 65 degrees or, you know, whatever the temperature is, maybe, maybe 65 degrees start temp. Maybe that's a little too much. Maybe it's a little too warm. Maybe I need to, to next time I run a race where it's 65, 66 degrees at the start of the race, only getting warmer as the race progresses. Maybe those days I need to be a little bit more cautious. Maybe I need to wait until it's below 60 to really go after it, or at least to try to go after it again. Maybe there's some type of fueling lesson. Maybe, maybe you bonk, right? You're like, all right, well, I need to work on my fueling situation a little bit more. Maybe you're, you're need to fuel more. Maybe you need to fuel. Maybe you fueled too much. Maybe you got all kind of queasy GI distress that ruined your race because, and we've talked about this before. Um, you know, if you're, if you're really hammering, you, you can't process as much fuel. So you still need to fuel maybe, but you can't fuel as much, or maybe the fueling strategies that you use on your, your, um, you know, on your training runs of, of fueling every three or four miles, maybe you need to fuel every four or five miles because race day, you're pushing harder, yada, yada, yada. But maybe you, you learned something about that, that did or didn't work fueling wise to tweak for next time. So yes, you go for a big, a big PR, the risk of failure is higher and failing in terms of not hitting your goal. It's, it's not ideal. I said that already. It sucks, right? But on those days that you go for it, if you go for it big, if you succeed, that's freaking awesome. If you fail, it sucks, but hopefully you learn from it. Right. Which means that the next time, and maybe the next time isn't until next year, which again, it, it's, it's really not ideal to have to wait a year until the next race. Maybe it's, it's six months away. Maybe it's, it's two months away. I, you know, I don't know. Depending again, lots of variables here. Um, but whatever it is, the next time that you're going to try to go for it, maybe you have a better idea of how to set your up yourself up for success in terms of training, in terms of strategy, in terms of fueling, in terms of expectations, so hopefully you go for it, you get it. But if you don't, if you fail, you learn something that gives you a better chance next time. So heading into your fall races, if you have fall races on the, on the docket, especially if they're, if they're bigger races, goal races type of deals, um, now is not a bad time to start thinking about, am I going to go for it big? Am I going to play it a little bit more cautious and go for just a, a short PR? Am I, am I running just for fun this fall? Am I running, you know, New York? Am I running Marine Corps? Am I running, you know, whatever, the local marathon? More or less, you know, not really worried about time. Just going to go out, have a good time, get get my my 13.1 or my 10K or my marathon or my ultra or whatever, and not worry about the pace. If you're not worried about the pace, then, then, then failure failure almost isn't a thing, right? As long as you can keep going, you, you know, probably won't really count that as a failure. Uh, but if you're going for a goal time, what what is your tolerance for risk of failure? Because the bigger the goal, the bigger the risk. Anyway, something to think about. Something that, that maybe you, you heard me talk about six years ago. Hopefully a useful reminder. Hopefully not something that scares you ahead of these fall races. But just, again, I think it's good to have your eyes wide open in terms of, am I going to go for a big swing? You know, try to hit that home run, but I might strike out. It happens. 
But if you're just swinging for a single, you still might strike out, but you won't hit that home run. So what what is your risk tolerance for going going big, going home? Um, how how willing are you to to risk failure on race day for a big for a big PR? I'd love to hear your your thoughts on it. How you do that calculus? How you do that math? Uh, at Diz runs on X, aka Twitter. At Diz runs on Instagram. At Diz runs on Threads. Uh, Dizruns at gmail.com. Of course, Dizruns at gmail.com is the email address. You can send that there. Dizruns.com slash 1179. I'll get you back for the show notes for today. Again, mostly copy pasted from uh, six years ago. A couple of memes, a couple of GIFs. Was, was, I, was, I was in my meme, ja- my meme and GIF, uh, you know, kind of infancy six years ago. I must say, though, this post, not bad. Not bad for six years ago. I, I'll take it. Uh, but you can check that out if you're so inclined. And there's that comment section, of course, at the bottom of the page, disruns.com, 1179, one more time. Um, so, so again, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Maybe post something up in the Facebook group. For those of you that are that are part of the Facebook group, post something up there talking about your your risk tolerance, and maybe we can get a discussion going there as well. Always, always love to kind of hear thoughts and feedback after these episodes. So feel free to chime in wherever it makes the most sense for you. And uh, if you do head over to the website, we'll have a, a link right there for dry seats. Make it easy for you to, to pop over to their website and get a get an order to keep the funk off of your seat, to keep things out of the crevices from the kids' seats in the back seat. Uh, but one way or the other, dry, dri-seats.com is the website. Diz20 at checkout. And uh, like I said, I don't know how long their sale is going, but there is a sale going on on the website right now. So make sure you check that out if you've, if you've been on the fence Price is as good as it gets, and maybe, just maybe, the discount code still works. I can't guarantee that. I should have probably double-checked, but had to get this episode out, so I didn't have time to go back and forth and figure it out. It's, it's, it's a guessing game. It's a guessing game if the discount works on top of the sale price or not. Uh, but either way, it's, it's, it's well worth the price. It'll save you way more than the price of a, of a detailing on your car, that's for sure, uh, just to keep the funk out of your seat and where the kids are and maybe the dog. I don't know. All the places that you can use a dry seat. Uh, anywhere where it's a standalone seat, uh, you know, doesn't work on the bench seats. Uh, also on the website, they say it doesn't work if you have the if the car if the uh, seat belt is built into the 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 actual seat of the car. But if it comes from the wall, like most standard uh, you know chest straps do these days, it'll work on any type of seat pretty much. So check it out, dry-seats.com. Like I said, dri uh, dis twenty at checkout. Save yourself twenty percent. Um, I think, I think, I'm sure. But maybe, maybe not on the sale prices. I don't know. Whatever. Enough. Enough, Diz. Wrap it up. Get on with it. We started out talking about this. Might be a little bit shorter. Nah, I guess it's still. We're not. We're not going to be into thirty-minute territory. But we're going to cross twenty minutes. Eh. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for uh, humoring me on the risk of failure. Hopefully, you don't have to worry about failure this year. Hopefully, your races all go well. Training goes well. Get out there and crush. But uh, as always, appreciate the time. Appreciate the attention. Thanks for listening. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks one more time for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.